Hello, happy Thursday, and welcome to the Unemployment Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and on this show, I chat with people who inspire me. We get into the ups and downs of quarantine, work and entrepreneurship, and their passions in life. I hope these conversations inspire you to connect with someone or turn an idea into a project or business. Thanks for listening. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Unemployment Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and today we are joined by May and Anna of Girlfriends Boston. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having us here. We're super excited. (laughs) Yay. Um, So Girlfriends Boston is a community of women new to the city or just like looking for fun for new friends to me and it was actually recently their two-year anniversary in like summer of 2018 is that right yeah so we started in September um right after Labor Day okay cool so I moved to Boston in spring of 2018 and I definitely felt like (laughs) that lack so I would have I would have loved to have this a few years ago but I'm so glad that I found it now and we're gonna talk today. Awesome. Yes, we're super happy that you um, found it. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk a little bit with each with May and Anna, just kind of like about themselves and kind of what they were up to in quarantine. So whoever wants to go first, just like introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit more. May, you wanna go first? <laughs> sure. Um so I'm May. <laughs> I actually don't live directly in Boston. I live in Natick, Massachusetts, and um, I currently have not been doing much during quarantine working from home. So I do um, email marketing full time. uh, And then I do Girlfriends Boston on the side with Anna. Um, And quarantine has been definitely a huge adjustment, um, not only for Girlfriends Boston, but just personal life as well. I feel like I've been just going crazy inside my house. <laughs> um, and Definitely. so, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. <laughs> and for me, um, I'm based in Brighton. So closer to Boston, still a little bit outside of the city, but in the city, which I love. And I work from home recently started working from home. I do financial aid. And then on the side, I do photography and I do girlfriends, which I absolutely love. Um, but to be honest, I quarantine has been fine for me. I think I think like I love staying at home, and I've decided that. <laughs> um, definitely need needed to go on some sanity walks, and you know, stop eating as much as I am eating right now. But other than that, it's been fine. Um, I don't know if I'm ready to go back to the office though, but. So far, it's been fun. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I know. I know it's like Boston's been pretty like serious from the start yeah. about quarantine and things closing. And like, I know a lot of the culture of Boston, I feel like especially for people that just move here is like concerts, sporting events, bars. Oh my gosh, like, yes. That, that, <laughs> yeah. So with all of that gone, It's all like I've been having this love hate with Boston because I'm like, do I move to the mountains? Like, do I stick it (laughs) out? Like, what's gonna, you know what I mean? Things have have changed a lot. But I guess May, um, I know that you are the founder, so I was hoping that you could also like kind of tell us a little bit about 
how you started Girlfriends Boston. And then Anna, you can kind of jump in later and say how you got involved and like how you guys are tag teaming mm-hmm. it now. Sure. Absolutely. Um, so Girlfriends Boston really came from an idea where a lot of my friends had gone to colleges outside of Boston. Um, and then at, in that time, I was really involved in the blogger community uh, in the Boston area. It was something that I kind of picked up on the side just for fun, just to kind of, you know, have something of mine to call my own. Um, and I really enjoyed being part of the blogger community um, and the, all the events that bloggers get to attend. So I don't know if you're too familiar with bloggers and how it works. I'm no. not at all. <laughs> yeah, tell me. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> so a lot of times um, companies or businesses, they host uh, really like exclusive events where they invite like a select group of bloggers in the area that they think will market their product or business to the right audience. And they put on these awesome events that these bloggers get to go to. Um, so I, you know, when I was a blogger, I got to go to a few of them and they were so much fun. Um, but a lot of the times when you go to blogger events, they're very transactional. So in the, when, mm. when I, when I mean by that is that a lot of the times they're, they're there, to, they're there to do a job. Um, they go, they, they take the photos that they need. They record the stories that they need to, 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 you know, get the content And then that's it. They get paid for their time and they leave. So it's not really a place. And of course, that bloggers community, um, you can definitely find friends and and find people that, you know, have the same kind of hobbies and are kind of working towards the same things. But it wasn't really a place to meet other girls who weren't in the blogger community. Um, So, you know, I have I have my sister at home with me and she's not a blogger. Um, and so she could never go to any of the events and I would always come home and be like, oh my God, like I went to this really awesome event and like, I wish you could have been there, but you can't cause you don't have a following and you're not a blogger. <laughs> and so yeah. I wanted to kind of put, uh, two and two together where we can kind of get people to connect with each other in, in a not so awkward way where we can have fun events. We can partner with businesses. We can put on these blogger type of events where everything is pretty and everything is cute and everything's Instagrammable, but it's for, you know, anyone. It's for a girl who just moved to Boston and doesn't know anyone. It's for a girl who's lived in Boston for a long time and, um, you know, is looking to meet new people. Um, so that's really kind of where everything started for, for girlfriends. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And did you uh, grow up in the Boston area or like go to school here? So I've actually, um, so I was born and raised in Framingham, Massachusetts. Uh, okay. And so I didn't really get to go to Boston much, especially before I even started driving. So I only really got to know Boston after I was like, I want to say 16, 17. Um, mm-hmm. And once I started becoming uh, more involved in the blogger community, I was heading into Boston like every week. And it was really just a super fun place to be at. It's, it's very lively and lots of like really interesting things and new things that are always popping up. I feel like like all the new businesses like that that come are, are located there. And if you're from Framingham or Natick or anywhere here in the suburb area, mm-hmm. you know that it's like dead. And if you want to have fun, you have to go into the city. Um, so I was yeah. spending <laughs> a lot of time in the city. And so that's kind of where 
why I decided to make it based out of Boston instead of, you know, girlfriends framing him, <laughs> which probably yeah. wouldn't have made too much sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, Anna, how did you get involved um, with with Girlfriends Boston? And, like, when did you get involved in everything? So, I, re- I mean, I've been with Girlfriends since it started, but me and I became business partners, I want to say, at the beginning of this year, so right before quarantine. Um, cool. So how we met and how all of this started was I was also involved. I am also involved in the blogger community uh, more so. um, I'm sorry, uh, more so in the photography side of it. So Mm -hmm. I got to meet a bunch of bloggers, um, hang out with them. I started doing photography because I wanted to build community and I wanted to meet um, people, not because I was into like the fashion side of it, but more so to meet people. different women in the Boston area and all of that. And then that's how May and I met. Um, she came up with this idea um, two years ago and I knew of it. I've heard of it. She told me and I thought it was awesome. But at that time I was just extremely busy with school and work and all of that. So I couldn't like fully join, but I did attend a bunch of events. I think most of them I attended. Yeah. Um, and to, I want to say at the beginning of quarantine, even before May, um, you know, girlfriends is overwhelming. Um, it's so fun, but you know, starting a business, having a business it gets overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Luckily, you are yeah. running it by yourself. So May reach out. Um, time worked perfectly because I had finished school. I was not doing much other than my job and um, photography here and there. So she reached out, and we became business partners. And I think, um from my perspective and I think for Maze as well it's just worked out perfectly um I just I think it it just clicked for us and it was the right time and it was the right um everything it's just everything aligned for it to be perfect yeah that's that's so cool so what did um like before quarantine I guess like what was what were girlfriends bossing what kind of events were going on like where what kind of cool things were were you guys up to sure so um before quarantine so as you know we're all about uh, building in-person community um so we used to do a lot so we really try to partner with businesses to kind of host really creative events so one of my favorite to date is one where we hosted with a local baker where we decorated cupcake bouquets um, we used to do bowling, you know, there was, there was like the, the more, um, promotional events. And then there was also events where we kind of just hung out. So we've done like Friendsgiving. Um, we did a holiday tea. We, um, do this amazing summer picnic that we actually got to recreate this year, um, despite quarantine. Um, so it's really just events that we can kind of get people together, kind of get them to make them feel comfortable and just a place where they can hang out and, and meet new girls. Wow. Yeah. That sounds, that's so awesome. And like, that's so what people yeah. need. I feel yeah. like Co- coming to new cities or just like, like you said, Boston is such a fun place to be. Like there's so many fun things always mm-hmm. going on, new restaurants, new, like just activities and Sometimes, like, you can do it by yourself, but sometimes you want to have stuff to do with people. Like, (laughs) 
what you know like friends are people that we just like have not met yet it's just strangers at first so (laughs) I love that (laughs) and and so did you always like start this as like a business or I know you you were a blogger first Mm -hmm. but like going into it we're like okay this is gonna be a business more than just like a group Mm -hmm. that I'm kind of organizing. Like what was that thought process? Um, So absolutely not. Um, I'm actually, (laughs) and and I can even tell you, I'm just, I'm not the greatest with charging to do anything. I feel like everything is just such a good person. (laughs) That's the way to say it. Um, Girlfriends was never, never intended to be a business. I really just started it as a newsletter and as a way for people to create, to create community Um, I didn't even know really how to turn it into a business. Um, I didn't even know like, you know, what are we, what are we even off? What are we even offering people? Um, And that was until, you know, Anna came on board and a lot of our members who really, really support us. And they just couldn't believe that we weren't charging to do anything. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I was one of those members. (laughs) Oh my gosh. The best friend, only the best friends will tell you that. So that's how you know. And it was really funny because I was like, no way. There's no way people are going to pay us, you know, to do this and to do that. And they were like, May. And they, they just convinced me. And so I I still feel a little like, oh, like, is this okay for us to be charging? But I know it's really just a mindset block and it's totally okay. And people who support us are more than happy to pay anything that we we put out there, whether it's like a course or an event, um, you know, we were just really happy that this week, like a couple weeks ago, we sold out like our very first course that we put out. Um, and so it's really, it's really gratifying to see that even though this wasn't the intention, it's becoming something really beautiful and something that if we continue to work hard on can kind of become a, uh, like a full-time thing for us where we can really dedicate a hundred percent to making this thing really happen and really be there for for women who move to the city and I think um it's more so you know like to you know for us to make money although like that's a side of business and that comes with it yeah but it's more so like we charge because you know bringing food to events costs money um finding a venue costs money uh, stuff like that and you know I think at the beginning we were uh, trying to cover all of those things out of pocket yeah. and, and then, you know, realize that that's not doable in the long term. Um, so we're not charging to like become this like rich, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> business woman, which I mean, if that happens, yeah. I, I would not be mad. And I'm sure <laughs> yeah. Um, not apologetic. Right. <laughs> but, um, I feel like those stuff, people don't think about it, but they do cost money and they do um, take time for us to put together so I think you know an event we don't charge a lot of money for an event we you know our memberships are currently on hold but uh, when we did have the memberships the memberships wearing um, this crazy amount of money that you know you had to like literally not eat for a week in order to pay for this you know it was like a reasonable <laughs> yeah. amount um, because how else would you get to meet friends and also get to like enjoy different events and all of that I think that comes with uh, with what we do yeah yeah absolutely and I know like um I have a roommate that actually just moved here and I was telling her today that oh I'm gonna have a call a podcast call with this like a um 
organization community girlfriend's boss I was telling her about it, I was like you're like the ideal <laughs> candidate like you just moved here you literally know no one except me and the other two girls that we live with because we're like hanging out she's like sees her classmates on zoom and she's like oh everyone's like so awkward yeah. and unfriendly and I was like okay yeah. well don't worry like we're gonna go to one like or you can go by yourself you can ditch me and make your own friends but like we were talking about it and she was commenting that like there's a lot of sports in Boston like that you can play, mm-hmm. right? And so there's so many sports for like I play lacrosse, which is not the most common sport. And there is a league that runs March through November. What? And then there's hockey. Yeah. Stuff. Like there's every sport. <laughs> yeah. So there's so many sports. And it's like, and you pay a membership to be in the sports thing. And then you pay like to play. And it's just like that business model is like tried and true you know what I mean it makes sense like okay I'm playing they're not just gonna have like pay out of pocket for our shirts and the field and this and that you know what I mean they have to they need that um that business model of membership and uh and events like to make money so I it totally makes sense to me to apply it to like it's not a sports Mm -hmm. club but it's like a social Mm -hmm. club uh an events club like that that definitely makes sense yeah. to me and um, that makes my that puts my but, heart at ease for sure <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> exactly so I guess like what um you said the memberships are on hold so kind of like what was your thought process like both of you um starting this business partnership right at the beginning of quarantine like what were you kind of projecting and then where did we veer off and end up um come mm-hmm. September Um, So when I brought Anna on um, and was very happy that she said yes to joining, we had all sorts of plans. Um, We actually, so she actually came on, I want to say like in January. So everything was still super, you know, brand new and um, there was no sight of of COVID. Um, And so we had tons (laughs) of plans, especially for the summer. We wanted to do a lot of activities. Um, And then that all kind of took the wrong turn with COVID and um, we really contemplated going on to the virtual route that everybody was going on. Um, and we tried hosting like a few virtual events, but it really just kind of beat the purpose of who we were and, and what we did. Mm-hmm. Um, meeting people virtually is just really, really awkward. Um, like your friend was saying, like when you're, when you're first yeah. <laughs> meeting someone, it's just really awkward to do it on camera. And so Anna and I yeah. kind of um, decided not to go that route. And so because of that, we had to put like our memberships on hold just because the memberships, you know, they pay to attend events and there weren't any events going on. Um, and so that's when we kind of decided to uh, turn into a different direction, which was to open a small shop. Um, and that's been a whirlwind of experiences and and <laughs> and trying to understand and learn and implement new techniques that we learn new not only on uh google but on tiktok and and instagram um so that's kind of where this this quarantine kind of gave us a new light and um, completely turned our gears towards something that we can make work even with COVID around um but we've also been able to manage kind of you know socially distant distant events now that regulations haven't been as strict where things have started to open up again, we, we kind of took some precautions and decided to reopen really. And to go back to the point of 
memberships being on hold, um, they are coming back. Mm -hmm. So the memberships are currently, we're currently looking at um, changing the memberships a little bit uh, so they can, it can serve a community um, any, like anyways during COVID or um, when we start doing more events. So the memberships are coming back. So stay tuned. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, cool. And so what is like um, the shop, is it like secret in the works? Like what um, is it all about? So we wanted to uh, create a shop, not to, you know, sell out t-shirts and, you know, water bottles and stuff, but more so um, to know that if you own a product that is from us, uh, then that you're connected to that product uh, and you're connected to the community around that product. So we, for example, we have... Um, a t-shirt that we are launching soon I think we put it out there um it's going to be launching uh soon we've posted a couple pictures here and there but not like fully promoted it yet uh and it's a bot Mm -hmm. uh, it's a butterfly so we what that represents to us is the way that butterflies change um so do we so you know we change as we go we change as we grow and we want that t-shirt to to be that you know to represent that you're you're a changing person and that it's okay to change. And, you know, with that, like yeah. many other products that we are um, launching, we just don't want it to be more, you know, another t-shirt in your uh, wardrobe. We want mm-hmm. it to be um, something that you connect with. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, I know. I feel like that's, that's awesome because you've obviously been having success. Like you just, have celebrated your Mm -hmm. two-year anniversary like you know people do look to have like you said a connection with something that they can like you know they're gonna take the memory and the event and the friendships are like at the forefront but like I feel like it's just a part of too of continuing to build to have things like oh like people notice your shirt and you can talk about it and stuff like that and I actually love the butterfly um so much oh my gosh I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this I'm gonna say this on my podcast my parents listen to it and they're gonna know but I was supposed to get a a butterfly tattoo (laughs) in April but then it got canceled and now it's rescheduled and they're literally gonna call me after they listen and be like when are you getting a tattoo and I'm just be like it's okay guys but yeah I I love that I feel like I did see that when I was creeping all over you guys insta today I feel like I saw that that's awesome um, okay, so you did mention TikTok, and not gonna lie, that's what uh, I found, yes. you guys, which I ha- <laughs> which I hate and love. I hate it because right? get me off like my next door neighbor's TikTok page, please. Also, when I went to my lacrosse game, one of my friends was like, "Oh yeah, I did think I got a- <laughs> I can't even speak." They're like, "I think I did see you on my for you page," what? and I'm like, "No, this that's is not crazy. good." But second, it's like great because now I am finding out about all the yeah. Boston fun stuff. So what? What like did you just get a tick? Like what was that <laughs> thought process? I mean, everyone that gets a TikTok, it's just like I just it was quarantine. What do you want me to say? Um, <laughs> but you guys blew up pretty I, good. So stories. One crazy. of the one of the things is so okay. I am like I'm. <laughs> I want to say much older than Anna is. Um, And so I want to say I'm the older person who doesn't really understand what she's doing. And I went on there, I signed us up for a TikTok and I had no idea what I was doing on that thing. And then 
I, t- I find like we were having some issues with getting in on the account. And then when I finally was able to give her like login credentials, um, she like posted a TikTok and it like blew up. So, <laughs> so I was like, what? I was like, one, why weren't you the one doing this way before? Um, and two, thank you. Now we're like semi Boston TikTok famous and it's been amazing. And it's been really like making us feel like mini celebrities in a way. That's so <laughs> but it's just a really funny um like accidental thing that happened and um we're definitely taking all the advantage of it <laughs> you know may makes it sound I like i am a tiktok <laughs> expert i had no idea <laughs> what i was doing i literally was no idea we went to eat at some you know place close to uh, my house and i was like oh might as well record but it was all for fun like we were not planning to do <laughs> no. anything with it and then we posted it, you know, I've like made left, uh, we met, made left. And then I was like, oh, let me post this TikTok randomly, <laughs> randomly on a Sunday night, I want to say. And then on Sunday, like at, I don't know, 9 p.m., I like went to the TikTok page and I was like, oh, let's see how it's doing. And it was like a 5,000 views. And I was like, this is not normal. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> couldn't sleep may goes to sleep uh pretty early yeah. and i was freaking out i was like oh my gosh she needs to wake up i need to tell her that this is going like viral and then i wake up pretty late so when she woke up she saw all my messages of like oh my god the tiktok is like going viral i guess and i didn't wake up until 9 a.m so can you imagine how stressed she was that she could not talk about this? oh my gosh um and then it, you know that's how it went i we have no idea we didn't plan it it was you know nothing that we planned and then you know so many people have come to us through tiktok which for us is just like it's great but also it's like oh my god that's Mind so blowing. crazy yeah. yeah yeah definitely well also like especially now if um your demographic too is like people that just graduated like these are the first people that are like probably had TikTok in college or mm-hmm. like graduate you know what I mean it's like that audience is definitely there so that's that's kind of cool and it was crazy because yeah, oh, I love it I'm it, like it was so crazy happy <laughs> for me like I always thought that TikTok was for like the kids and people who are like maybe in middle school high school yeah. and I was like you know even though TikTok is an easy pl- easier platform to grow on than Instagram it's not where our ideal audience is and then mm-hmm. when we started mm-hmm. seeing like the influx of people and we were noticing that it was all girls who like just graduated college you know they they either just moved to the city or something we were like these tiktok has all sorts of audiences and the girls that we were looking for have been here yeah it's too bad we didn't know how to use tiktok earlier (laughs) and i feel like through tiktok no you you guys aren't late (laughs) no i think you're right on time quarantine that quarantine window (laughs) That's, that's so cool. So also I did want to ask you guys about, okay, so I know that you have the events um, and you also, what is, what are you calling mm-hmm. it? Like your workshop, yeah. the six week um, class, like tell me kind of how you came up with that idea, because I feel like that is a little bit of a different pace than just like, oh, we're going to do the cupcake decorating or the apple picking or like this thing. How did you kind of branch into this class um, or workshop. 
or whatever you're calling it idea and like how is it going um so uh when we were hosting events prior to uh coronavirus and covid and all that stuff um it was really it was always really fun but it was also always really awkward um because when you're just you know you're just a group of strangers uh there's only so much you can talk about there's only so much you can do when you just met and then a lot of the girls would either get really shy to reach out to another one. And our whole purpose and our whole idea behind Girlfriends Boston is that you can come to our events, you can feel comfortable, feel safe there and leave with the, the confidence to kind of reach out to anyone and, and, you know, hang out outside of our events as well. And although we were having a lot yeah. of success with people hanging out at our events, we weren't seeing that conversion where, you know, you could leave and you can text someone and be friends with them outside. And what we were finding is that a lot of people are just really um, anxious or, you know, they're just really, really shy. And so that's kind of where the idea of the court, the workshop kind of stemmed from. It's really to kind of um, get people to understand why they're super shy or why, they, you know, might have a harder time, you know, feeling welcome or feeling like they belong somewhere. Um, and so the, the workshop is really just a place where we can kind of be vulnerable with each other and understand each other's, um, I don't want to say like baggage, but we're calling it the petals that you grow. So, you know, when a flower is planted, you, you grow through, through life. And as you grow, you get, you know, new petals and, we want to really uncover those petals and, and kind of see what everyone has, has um, uh, like what's been part of everyone's life. So whether it's your family or previous relationships or previous friendships, it's really to kind of get them to understand how all of those morphed them into the person that they are today and how they can either grow from that or, um, you know, uh, dig through that and understand that so that they can show up, you know, authentically and truthfully with everyone that they meet. And because we believe that's where, you know, real foundations of friendship is going to be built. Yeah, definitely. I know it's like a very interesting space of like going from us all being raised in like, you know, this technology mm -hmm. age with phones and this and that. And actually this Thursday's episode, which will already be out before this one. But like we um, I watched that documentary, uh, The Social yeah. Dilemma. And so a friend and I are like discussing it. And so like I similar to like I feel like dating apps, it's like having that technology to in-person mm -hmm. translation it's just something that's not ever been navigated. It's right. not like there's a book on it. Like there are, right? There are books. But I feel like you and I or the three of us, like we're living it right now. So my way to transition to this or your way or the, the way you decided in class, like it's all mm -hmm. kind of a yeah. trial and error. You know what I mean? Like we like social media because we like to connect to people and right. I can find you on TikTok. But then it's like for me to personally to kind of feel fulfilled and especially after watching The Social Dilemma, I'm just like, well, we can be internet friends, but like, yeah, I want to like come mm -hmm. to your event or mm -hmm. meet you in person or like take this offline. So I don't know if you guys have like, this is, I guess, <laughs> a little more philosophical, but I don't know if either of you have like any comments on that or just like personal experiences or stories 
um, at all. Um, Nana, do you want to go? Uh, yeah, it's like definitely for me connecting to other people. Like we feel this, we have so many Instagram and as you said, like so many internet friends, but getting to that point is really hard. Um, so I think that's especially why we created the workshop to, um, you know, get the social media part out of it. Um, and, you know, help people to connect in real life. I have not watched the documentary. I'm actually really scared of watching it because <laughs> I feel like after I watch, I'm going to be like, goodbye phone. I'm just moving to a farm. Um, but, but yeah, I just, I just think we are all connected with social media and finding that way to disconnect, but reconnect with other people is really important. And I like, I myself, um, I'm like right in that like middle um, where I didn't like fully grow up on, you know, iPads and phones and and social media, but like I was transitioned into it. Um, And I feel like we've really, because of social media and, don't get me wrong. I love social media. I love being on there and, and all the things that we can create and learn and, and encounter on social media. But we've definitely unlearned um, how to socially interact with each other. Yeah. Um, and we can definitely see that in the events that we host. And so really, it's, it's about building that um, foundation of how do we socially interact in person? You know, how do we do social media offline? Um, and it's, it's been, well, so far the, we, we had one session. It was, it was really amazing to see how, um, the girls really kind of just took down anything that was keeping them either, you know, uptight or keeping them from, from showing up a hundred percent. And they kind of just let it all go. And, and everybody was extremely honest. Everybody was extremely open to sharing. Um, and so it's really for us to, to kind of bring back that, authentic connection yeah I love that and like I feel like I haven't really heard of kind of a similar program either online or in person than that Mm -hmm. um, the petals you grow like I feel like that's a really unique awesome kind of Mm -hmm. new thing that you guys are trying so props to you that's that's (laughs) awesome um I was wondering too like I know you started this just from, you know, your passion with blogging and wanting to take it to your own level, but have you, do you know of like any other kind of organizations or communities? Have you had, had any interactions with anyone else that is doing something similar, whether it's like with girlfriends or other communities? That yeah, for sure. So um, I'm actually part of Boston Business Women. So that's also a community for women, but they focus more on um, events for women who are business owners and are looking to connect with other business owners. Um, That's a really supportive community, and I love being part of it. Um, There's also, we actually met on one of our events, the picnic this year. Um, This girl, her name is Anice, and she has a community that's very similar to ours, but hers is focused more towards women who are moms. Um, so if you are like a single mom or, you know, just a regular mom or if you're an aunt or anyone who's dealing with children, her events kind of focus more on that support for women who are moms because, 
even though our community is 100% open to anybody, um, anyone who's a mom or isn't, um, it can sometimes be hard with like, you know, the moms who have to find care for their children to attend one of our events. Whereas a nice, I believe she hosts events where, you know, they're children friendly. So you can like, you can bring your kids to the events. Um, And so there are definitely some other awesome communities out there. That's so cool. I know. I know. um, Like I said, I moved here a few years ago um, and I'd never, I'd visited a few times, but like it was Mm -hmm. going to a brand new city um, for me. And I had a few friends and actually Boston has um, an organization slash community called the welcoming committee. Have you guys heard of that at all? Okay. So it's specifically for like the LGBTQ Mm -hmm. plus community. Um, but it's basically they do or they used to do like take because they're at bars, but they used to do takeover nights of like mm-hmm. like queer lesbian night at like different bars that are traditionally mm-hmm. more like straight spaces. Um, and they're like, really? that was one of the coolest things that I was doing when I yeah, when I was first like living here, because once once a month I would like they would send out their newsletter. Oh, we're oh, taking awesome. over this bar. And so then, like, the lesbians just storm <laughs> in, and, like, everyone's, like, just out on a Saturday night, and they're, like, who are so all cool. these people? And, like, you know, you pay, like, whatever. And it was the coolest thing ever, and I was talking to another friend who's, like, who used to live in Philly. She's, like, kind of doing an app, and I was telling her about it. She's, like, oh, my gosh, like, they don't have that in Philly, and, like, I've heard of mm-hmm. a few other things in other cities, but Boston just seems to have yeah. this really good incubation for... Mm-hmm. making building communities and I just like (laughs) like to hear about all of them so I know when I first read Girlfriends Boston I was like oh my gosh like (laughs) girlfriends like where all the girls at and then I was like oh it's friends I was like oh it's friends just just as good I I need friends I need friends too like it's all good um (laughs) but I I like it so So, I guess (laughs) I don't know if you had any comments on on that but what kind of does (laughs) the future like what does the future hold how are you guys getting like what where are we going in 20 end of 2020 2021 like what's what's the vibe I know it's kind of pretty much impossible to tell but like what things do we have to look forward to or like even if you want to get creative and be like where do you see yourself in two more years like double from where you guys are are now with Um, I think it's safe to say that both Anna and myself were very big dreamers but Anna is a very (laughs) but Anna is a very good believer whereas I'm more of a not so much (laughs) Um, and so if we're going with Anna's (laughs) and myself's big dreams and going with Anna's huge positivity that it'll all work out Um, We can definitely see ourselves really diving into this um, kind of side hustle more like full time Um, and fingers crossed, right? (laughs) Fingers crossed COVID, you know, doesn't get any worse. We are, we have so many fun event ideas um, that we really want to put out and it's all dependent on, you know, whether or not we can socially gather and, even if that doesn't work, um, I think people can expect more online material like workshops and mini courses and, of course, all the merch that we've been so tirelessly working on. 
um, to kind of make happen and just kind of be another thing that we can say, you know, we worked hard and we put that out there with our own two hands and it's doing amazing. <laughs> I think on my end, um, yeah. uh, I mean, May is basically my main supporter in this. I think we have the potential to do whatever we want. If, you know, if we try it and if it doesn't work, then, you know, it doesn't work. I, I'm very risky with the sentence. <laughs> I'm very yes. risky in that sense. Um, because, you know, if you don't try, then you will never know what's going to be. And, you know, I think the merch is going to be really big for us. But for the most important of all of this is to continue to create community. Mm-hmm. Um, I think events help in that sense. But, you know, we've seen from TikTok, from, you know, Instagram, from all of that, that people really want community. So we are trying to figure it out how to um, make that community stronger, make that community uh, more attached to themselves and to us. Um, so, I mean, big dreams for us uh, <laughs> is, yeah, I think even sooner than two years, I think we will be doing this full time. Yeah, as you no can qu- see, Anna yeah. is the Anna is the fuel, obviously. <laughs> 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 that keeps us going for sure. Yes. <laughs> No, I absolutely love it. And like, I, I kind of add disclaimers throughout the podcast, because sometimes people are like, Oh, is this like, if you're unemployed, you mm-hmm. come on the podcast and like talk about it. I'm like, <laughs> No, I think it's actually the mm-hmm. opposite. I might have to rethink this because like, I lost my job at the beginning of COVID. And like, I was fine with it. It was a new job. So like, you know, take that as you will. And now I'm like, you know, doing this, I mostly talk to people about their businesses and careers. And like, I love that you are kind of setting that goal and intention Mm -hmm. of doing it full time, because we think things are stable. Like for the last 26 years, I was like, Oh, Mm -hmm. this is stable. This is stable. This is stable job, school, lacrosse, whatever. And then it's not, (laughs) you know, it's not, it's actually not. So like, who's to say that if you know what I mean, who's to say that you can't just start your own thing and do your own thing, like everything can change. Mm -hmm. And so why not have change in your favor, right? So I love that that's your goals. And I love that that's where you want to go. And I'm excited to come oh, to an to event and support you. these goals <laughs> and bring my roommate. We can wait to have yeah. you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, cool. Well, I guess I just want you guys to share like your last little plug of what, where people should find you or follow you or sign up for and anything else that you want to just so add. Everywhere is um, at girlfriends boston uh tiktok is at girlfriends boston the facebook group which actually if you're looking for friends i think that's the best way um to connect with other people the facebook group um you can literally go on there um request to join and then um you know just post a little comment in there and then i'm pretty sure so many people are gonna comment we've had so many people comment on like coffee dates and you know yeah stuff like that oh cool hikes yeah so the Facebook group, definitely yeah. uh, Girlfriends Boston. And then uh, Instagram, Girlfriends Boston. I think the shop is shop at Girlfriends. Uh, am I saying that right? Yeah, shop, shop at Girlfriends Boston. Shop Girlfriends Boston. And then um, our website is girlfriendsboston.com. Yeah, we also have our uh, we also have our newsletter. Awesome. That you can usually find on our Instagram. I'll fill the link in the bio. It's very hard to have like a 
direct link. Um, but if they go to the link in the bio, that's where we usually share a week. We share a biweekly newsletter with like all the information. Um, and we do some fun stuff in there. Um, and so that's usually where we, you know, kind of share, you know, information first before we put it anywhere else. So if there's like events that we're doing, um, we usually put them out to the newsletter first. If they sell out before they get to social media, then the people on social media don't even have a chance. Um, <laughs> so I would recommend also signing yeah. up for the newsletter. <laughs> cool. I, well, I know I will be signing up for the newsletter and I'm going to, I'm going to link like mm-hmm. all that stuff will be in the description. So anyone listening will be able to, mm-hmm. you know, click Thank done you. and done. So that should be good. And yeah. Thank you Thank so you for much for coming us. on the podcast. You and as well. I love meeting you guys. <laughs>